Live and direct. We here. We here, man. Happy New Year's. This is the uh this is this is the inaugural episode, Tip for Kofi. With my guy Bakes, West Coast Bakes, Tribal Bakes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I tell, look, man, I'll be telling everybody, man, I'm Paul Heyman, man. I'm just trying to book everything. I'm, I'm you know good on trying to be in the ring, <laughs> being up, you know, being up Jimmy or Jay Uso. I'll be getting up confused. Twins, that whole thing confuses me, but you know. Exactly. Well, you know, we're gonna uh, work it out. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna definitely work it out. And this is um uh just the base of the show is you know on uh, this show is more of less of just uh i guess you could call it a freestyle or we just you know just talking about life just to uh just not the conspiracy theory but just the theory of how you see life and what it means to you whether we talking with interviewing people or we just shooting the shit period Oh yeah, absolutely, man. I, I tell people, man, or I don't tell people, but I always tell you know myself personally because I don't say I don't think I'm crazy, but at times I talk out loud because my thoughts, and I forgot what they call it when you got so many thoughts going through your head, you tend mm-hmm. to say it out loud, and I, I guess it's because you're trying to filter it out. But you know, I like to say that I see life in moments of time, more so time. Yeah. My time is always impeccable when I tell people that like I'm always and they be like, how did you know or what you like, how did you know exactly when to say something to move something? I just understand timing with everything. Exactly. Exactly. Like far as you know, like uh the Nipsey song, Perfect Timing. Like, you know, you just can't and my slogan this year is just you can't fight with God. <laughs> nigga, you, lose. you can't fight with oh, God. No. We learned no that. They, we learned that real fast, champion. Mm-hmm. Soon as the pandemic hit and everything went to hell. Because you know what? I think Cat Williams said it on the IG live. And Cat be saying some smart shit, but that's somebody that they call crazy. He said on the IG live, and I'll send it to you later. That's posted on YouTube. He said, you know, a lot of people were praying like, I need a time off. I need a break. And I was thinking about that as well. A lot of people were saying, I need time off. I need a break from everything. And God was like, well. I got y'all, and that's how God works. You're gonna get yeah. what you're gonna get, but it's not gonna yeah. be in the form of which you want it to be. And I tell yeah, you, you gotta that. know what you ask for. Exactly. Like when you talk to God and ask him something, you will get a sign. Cause you know it happens to me often. Like I don't bother, I, I like to say I don't bother God with anything because I think God or not think, I know God knows exactly yeah. what I need and what yeah. I want. And then when it comes to your hands, they'll be like, What oh, how did perfect time is dog? I don't know. Like, you know, like, I guess that goes into guns and butter. That goes into needs and wants. Like, you know, whatever way people want to interpret uh, this conversation. But, yeah, you know, you just can't fight with shit, man. Like, not not no more. It's especially for, like, you know, our young people or people in their late 20s, early 30s trying to get into their groove. You know, if you want to be creative or find a way to get into a certain field but not direct and go a roundabout way and if that's if that's what God intends you to, to learn do it because you have to, you're going to learn the game from different perspective from different angles before he puts you in the game so at least you know what you're getting into you got to be a, a you guys be a student of this shit absolutely man uh 
And this year it may, but it, it shows you also as well how humans can be hard headed because they were supposed to sit down. Like everybody mm-hmm. said, oh yeah, you know, the quarantine is over. And now you see how the cases just rise every day, not every week, not every month, like it was before, but every day it's just people can't sit still for long. And I understand because especially during the holidays right now, you want to be yeah. out, especially people that are single. You don't want to just sit yeah, down yeah. and you want to go like, man, fucking, I want to go find something out. But, you know, once again, God going to teach you one way or another. You know, and I'm not saying the people that I'm by no means I'm saying the people that are getting sick is because God is punishing them because God doesn't punish us. God just wants to give you a lesson, mm-hmm. even if it's bad, because what we what we perceive to be bad is actually good. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, it, it might be catastrophic. Like, you know, you say, God forbid, if somebody, you know, been shot or killed, you're like, why did that happen? But everything happens for a reason. And then it goes without saying. But, you know, people actually need to hear it more, especially now more than ever. Mm. Yeah, because that's, that's, you know, that's just what. That's just what the that's what the people need to understand. Cause I remember it was like last it was this time last year, me and all the homies, we got sick. And it was like a, it was like that sickness where like maybe it was the sickest you ever been or top three. And like I was like two days from like fuck it, just take me to the hospital. But like after that, then you kept you you kept hearing about like, cause I I listened to all types of spaced out shit. So I was hearing about the China reports and how it came in west of the U.S. Not necessarily like, cause you really think about it. That's the first time I seen a wave of a virus or something come from, you know, from Asia to the West Coast first. Normally, it's from Europe. It sweeps through New York, D.C., Miami. And it, and, it, and it runs across, but this is just like how everything is just is just sprouting up everywhere. It's just crazy, but um, yeah, like people just and gotta. I'm sorry, to catch you up, brother. Mm-hmm. Can I elaborate too on that? Mm-hmm. So in December, uh, shouts out to RLP. So the co-host there, um, Devin and Joe. If you haven't listened to a sign up at Patreon as well, you know. Funny as hell, but then they have real moments as well. So they said after Art Basel, which is, you know, usually around this time in December, and I'm currently in Florida, so I definitely, if the pandemic wasn't going, it wasn't around, I was going to hit Art Basel this year because when I was out in Miami last year, I missed it. But I remember they said as soon as they got home, like the, I want to say a day or two later, they were sick, and they said they were sick like like as hell for three days. Like dog shit sick. Yeah, for three days, four days straight, but then it passed through. Cut mm-hmm. to L.A., where I'm from, South Central. And my stepfather, he said, my mom and them, and I didn't know. They said he was actually sick for like a month. And, you know, he already has a precondition for uh, a lung. Like, he has a respiratory problem with his lungs. Mm-hmm. So they said for like a month. And like I said, I didn't know. And this is when I was living out there, but I still didn't know. I was living further away, but I was still out there. They said he was sick for like a month. And as time progressed and, you know, we start getting more information about this, you know, COVID-19, it was like, damn, he definitely had it or my boys had it. And then in the case of me, uh, when I first came out to Florida, 
for two weeks straight, I had a sinus infection. Or what I thought was a sinus infection. Maybe it was COVID. But it wasn't mm-hmm. like, I just remember one day, and I never had that before with a sinus infection. Because usually around this time, I do get those. And that's the most sick I get. But I ha- I haven't had the flu or COVID. Yeah, like that, like that climate change. Like like the seasonal change uh, flu. Oh, yeah, and it could have yeah. been that because, you know, I was in Atlanta and it was cold as hell. It was raining a lot. It was also snowing to come into out here. So, you know, it was, it was probably the climate change, but for two weeks, it was, I was like, nah, that, this ain't normal for two weeks. And maybe it was a sinus infection, but I just remember the one day I actually got it. I had, you know, sweating heavy, but I didn't mm-hmm. have any like, lung problems or anything like that. Then the next day I was straight far as like the numb fever part. So, so like, did your body I had, hurt? I don't know. It was so like, like just sneeze the cough or anything like that. I was probably, because, you know, that was like March, so I was sneezing a lot, but I didn't feel mm-hmm. like, you know, all the symptoms of which everybody else had, and maybe I didn't have it, because I know somebody, I know three people personally that's close to me that had it, and, you know, they were down bad. They good now, thank God, but, you know, it, but to go back to what you said, you probably had it. It's just we didn't have information about it, because it started yeah. out as a rumor, until March happened, and then it was like, yeah, we shut down everything. I'm like, what? Like, you know, right now, I'm still thinking about it. Like, damn, that it really happened like that. Yo, I remember because my mother's birthday is on uh, March the 5th. So I was at my parents' house kicking it. I think that day was a Tuesday or, or something. And then, like, and then, like, Trump popped up on TV. Like, far, I, I, was, I was like, oh, they actually announcing this because I remember because Cause my my ears been perked up since like mid January. Like, it's something going on outside the country that they can't really contain, but we don't know the information on it. So it sounded crazier than what it than what it was initially. We thought it was fucking instant death. Like we like yeah, we thought it was. <laughs> this is it. The way that like when the NBA season shut down, that's when everybody was like, "Oh, this shit real." Yo, I remember that night. I'm watching the game. I'm watching. Who was it? Dallas. Uh, I don't fucking know. It was it was Dallas because I just remember they like Mark Cuban was Mark Cuban gave a good promo for like live. We gonna we gonna hold it down. Everybody gonna get paid. And I was like, I, I fuck with Mark Cuban. But it was just the initial shot, and then it was the oh, uh, it was the Oklahoma City. I forgot who else Utah, it was playing. Right? Yeah, Utah. And now, yeah, that was when that was a Rudy pop. <laughs> Yo. That's how he got his heat that night because he was up here touching the mic then days later. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. He probably got Spider sick. And that's when everybody like Spider got to run the fade with him. Mm-hmm. And then notice that the day ain't, they ain't been right uh, ever since. But I remember just everything rapidly changing. And even at work, I'm going in and out of uh, different places. Uh, and like I went into a store, I, I came out. I saw like it was like on the main street, like the Denny's and all that shit was emptied out. I was like, "What the fuck is going?" I was like, "It was the Denny's, the Taco Bell, though, and in a grocery store. Grocery store was like halfway packed, but it was too early for it to be like that. Everything else was like nothing in the parking lot, and it had signs up. So like, where the fuck they get these signs? How they?" spread this information through 
uh, regular places like a Taco Bell that quick? Like, like what? What is the protocols for this type of shit? Nobody like, knows to this day. Nobody knows. It just and you know it hits so fast that you know human beings don't read enough, particularly in America. So they don't yeah. understand like once again that shot aspect. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's been anytime a pandemic hit, because it's been pandemics before. Like mm-hmm. I can say with our parents, they had some, but if you want to go back to World War II during the Great Depression, uh I think no, I think that actually I take that back. The Spanish flu was before that. If you mm-hmm. know anything about that. And yeah, that was right. really wiping, yeah, that was wiping people out. Like people was laid out in the streets, like you got corpses just laid out in the street because people didn't know what it was and they couldn't touch it. And, you know, during the pandemic where, when, you know, more people dying now, but they don't report that. But earlier when people were dying, we were hearing about, you know, bodies not being buried properly. Mm-hmm. And they just put them in cold storages. And I think New York, they had them out in the field. So nobody knew what was going on and nobody was prepared for it because yeah, it's 18 refrigerators in there. That shit was crazy. Gee, it's like we it was like a movie. Like, and I wasn't in LA, but everybody kept telling me they was like, yo, I've never seen LA like this. It looked like I am legend. Yeah. Like nobody's outside. And out here in Florida, you know, these motherfuckers are so hard-headed that it lasted. The quarantine lasted like two, three weeks, maybe a month at the most out here. Then everybody's like, all right, we're going back outside. And this is before they start talking about the mandated uh, mask, you know, rule. And out here, they still not wearing a mask. But, you know, that's hard-headed white folks. So they're going to do what they want anyway. And things with them don't apply to us. With us, we have to be cautious because, hell, we think everything is going to kill us. And to a certain degree, it's allowed to, you know, from our – so-called justice system to now, you know, and I talked, shout out to Amp, RLP. We just talked about that on the episode that should be coming out soon about how the Tuskegee experiments made us weary of the vaccine. And like I said before on social media and I said it on there, I'll say it again. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Am I taking it? No, but I'm not anti-vaxxer at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's another thing. They, they got to stop putting, I don't know when this started, but maybe maybe it probably started back when we was babies when they just slapped labels on everything. Like this is uh, you're anti-vaxxer. You want to defund the police. Like it's, it's, it's like they it's like those words are gangs. They want to attach you to a gang because anytime they ask people about defund the police, like where do you stand on defund the police? Like like what the like. What's that a, a section or something? Nah, I ain't talking about Adam had them go broke. But even with this, this like with this vaccine situation, I had to see it work long term. Like for like you know, but basically people saying like, if I can help it, I'm not. I don't, I'm not. I'm not taking it. If I could, if I could help it, if it's yeah. life or death, then that's what it is. Yeah, my boy, he's a central worker. He works at the bank. He was like, bro, I hope I don't have to take that. If I if I got to take it, I got to take it. But he's like, I hope I don't take it. And he's of African descent as well. It's just, you know, we've seen this movie before. With black people, we see these movies over and over again. And it's like, well, you know, they're going to use this for the guinea pig for us. But, you know, more so, I haven't seen any 
anybody of any color say anything because I tend to just care about, you know, how my people feel. But we're always going to be the ones that are going to say, I'm good on the vaccine. You feel me? Mm hmm. Well, um, who do you think is going to be first? Um, well, like the first celebrity of 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 this quote unquote culture to to jump out like that and, and tell people to take the vaccine because it's coming. Like by like by by, by March, it's going to be one or two people that they're going to put on the carpet to take the stand. I'm not even sure, honestly, just because I don't know. Like, I know, uh, I hope I'm announcing her name right. Larita Wright, Latria Wright from uh, Shiri. Oh, yeah. Black yeah. Panther. Uh, Tisha, Tisha Wright. Yeah, there you go. My fault. I'm always butchering her name. I'm like somebody uncle. I say that all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the girl name? Shasita? Yeah, that, that's me. <laughs> So, with her, I know she came out and said, I'm against the vaccine. And, you know, Pete Rock said the same thing. So, far as anybody that's mainstream, that's a – I mean, Tom Hanks, because remember Tom Hanks said he got it. And then he was like the only celebrity that said they got it. And I'm like, I can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah, I think shit. Um, I remember uh, Ben Baller was – Ben Baller probably was like, he, he was like, you know, the possibilities at, uh, you know, God bless the great one at uh, Kobe's memorial service. It was probably passed around through there. It could have been. And that's what I'm saying. This has been a long ass year because, you know, I, I don't forget it, but I tend to put it in the back of my mind that Kobe died. Then, you know, Pop Smoke died a little bit after that. Yeah. Hit and it was just like that's what I'm saying. This this is a year that you know, mentally, a lot of people might not overcome just because it has weight on anybody because you're scared yeah. that you might get a virus, but you don't want to be in the crib. Then you know, substance abuse has gone up through the roof. Like anytime it's gonna be a problem, you can, you know, just like the Great Depression, like people don't have money to eat, but they're gonna somehow mm -hmm. go through a bootlegger to get some some liquor, you know, during the prohibition era. So mm -hmm. Substance drugs. abuse has really gone up. Drugs and sex is the only thing that will never go out of uh, business. Right, all the time. All the time. And this is just, man, especially like, you know, with all this this wild online shit, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the whole, it's like the whole internet just turned into the circus is like what you were saying um, earlier with uh, Clubhouse. It's like all this shit just turned into a fucking circus. Gee, I hate Clubhouse for the passion. And, you know, some people are like, why do you feel that way? Well, with me in particular, even though I do all these podcasts, it's like kicking it with somebody I actually have something in common with or I genuinely have love for. So, you know, in the Clubhouse, like I tell everybody, like, if I fuck with you, send me the invite so we could chop it up. But with me, you know, if it was like, let's say, for example, it was me, you, and it was Davis, like it's been before. And then let's add Cody. Let's add, you know, Eve and somebody else. I can do that. You know what I mean? Because I'll be on the zones when we do pay-per-view. I can mm -hmm. do those. But 
if it's like some random people, I don't know. And maybe it's just because how I grew up. Like if I don't know you, I don't really talk to you like that unless, you know, it's a moment where we start chopping it up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, like the energy and shit. I don't know. I don't know where you at with it. Yeah, exactly. And that that's what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Cause when you grow up in poverty, you tend to feel like somebody's trying to get cool with you so they can get the drop on. And even though it's through a fucking phone, so I shouldn't act that way. I still carry that with me to this day. And maybe it's something I need to let go. But with me personally, man, like unless it's doing podcasts, I don't really like talking like that. Like, you know what I mean? I could chop it up. But mm-hmm. I, I get tired of talking all here, honestly, even though I be working. But with these clubhouses, I think it's just because it's a lot of goofy motherfuckers that's not really working. That's the problem with me. If you're not working, I don't want to talk to you. Because what we going to talk about, you going to sit up here and complain. You're going to talk about, like, we know we're going to clubhouse. I don't really need, I don't really need to elaborate on it, but it's there. It's just like, that's goofy to me, man. Like, I thought we supposed to be out here talking about work or just, you know, kicking it or vibing, as the kids say. But when you start, you know, you know, fuck it. When you start doing these moan rooms and, you know, you pose jocking celebrities, I can't get with that. Yeah, it's, it's like, but like, the crazy thing is all this is happening on the on 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 the fucking private beta. It's not even a private beta. It's like basically because them like the like the invites are flying around. And and also through and, and also we can get a handful of invites just to just to slide out the people. But so what so what are they doing? What what are they collecting? Like what are the people of this app trying to trying to prove? Uh, you know, that some people, you know, particularly that look like us, can't carry themselves in a respectable manner. Like, they definitely, like, I don't understand that. Like, first of all, with Clubhouse, I didn't know you could, like, I screenshotted stuff before, like some funny shit me and the homeboys was talking about. I screenshot it before, or screen record, I should say, I'm sorry. Screen re- recorded before just to hear it. You know what I mean? Because it's so funny shit. Like, it's one room we was all in, and I wish I recorded that because, you know, it's just it's just funny as hell. Like, I wanted to hear it like it was a stand-up special. But it seemed like they stopped it for a while where people could screen record, but apparently now it's back to working. But they mm-hmm. definitely data collecting. Like, people keep forgetting it's a Twitter-on app, you know, from Moreno Valley, which is in Northern California, the Bay Area. So you data collecting, mm-hmm. and it's particularly people that once again that look like us that are on the app, and then they acting a fool. Like you know, it was one dude on there. And God bless that little boy. So you know, he probably older than me, but he he a little boy. You know, oh, oh, wait, you talking about the thing no, that somebody they, posted where he was just yelling on some on some on some incel shit? Yeah, you know, no disrespect, but all disrespect to him for that because it's like. You a grown ass man yelling in your phone. And people tend to do that a lot. <laughs> but it's like, bro, you sound like you on Call of Duty, my guy. Like you yelling because you got finesse. Yeah, just hoes. think about it. You have your phone in your hand like this too. Like with you speaking into the body. So you're yelling into your phone. That's crazy. Gee, it, it's the wildest thing to think about. Like mentally, you can't be all there if you're picking up your phone doing that. Even if you're on FaceTime, yeah. like bro. I don't, I just can't, I don't deal with people that just yell. I don't deal with passionate people, if that makes sense. Like, why you so, like, why you so loud, bro? Why you just moving that certain way? Like, you know what I mean? Like, all the mm-hmm. real people I came up with, or you see even on TV, they quiet. 
you know, they assassins. They quiet. They get straight to the point. And that's just me. Like, I don't believe, I can't yield. First of all, I sound like somebody's uncle. So if I yield, everybody going to hear it. So that's, that's why like, I don't yeah, like, yeah, like my and voice don't go up to the octave. Yeah, that's uh-huh. what I'm saying. Then when I yell, my voice get, you know, high pitch or it get just, it just get crazy. But it's just, you know what I mean? It's like, I just don't understand. And then, you know, they got these people that you said are of culture vultures that look like us, but then yet you in the room and you want to just belittle this guy. And that Mm -hmm. goes with me thinking, you know, we all supposed to be loving each other or whatever the case may be, especially, you know, off the strength of what happened earlier this year with George Floyd. Yeah, yeah, many things that happened this year too. That's crazy. That's that's something that happened during – we that, that that was like that what made people get out the house. And now look at us. L- look at how far we come. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. And then it's just like, you know, we're supposed to be loving each other, but yet you get on there and then you belittle this dude. Like I'm not a fan of, you know, the guy that worked for Complex. I'm not gonna give his name any power because I believe if you don't rock with somebody or you dislike somebody, you don't even speak their name, mm. you know. It's just like, you know, with the church, the Christian church, I'm not belittling Christian. I don't do that. I don't play those games, you know, with nobody's religion. I just, you know, I, I move the way I move. But I always ask people, I'm like, that are uh, believers in Yahshua, because there's no J in the Bible, so I don't say Jesus. I always mm-hmm. ask them, it's like, bro, if you're supposed to be against the devil, why are you giving the devil power by saying, we're going to get the devil out of here, or the devil's trying to do this, mm-hmm. the devil's trying to do that. God is omnipotent, so why you give an ant power? If God is above and below us ants, why you giving the ant more power than the one above? Mm, I like that. That's hard. That's hard. That's real. That's, that's why I that's why I tell people all the time. You just can't. Like, if something is something's fucking with you like that, I don't even speak, don't even speak on it. Don't even don't even speak on negativity. Cause that's cause, you know. Whereas I manifest, like you, you just can't bring that to you, especially with this with other people's energy. We got your own problems, and you got to face them. But you know, bring up other people you don't even know. They name up and being so emotional and passionate about it. It's like, all right, man. Like I, I like I hope you're passionate enough about your own shit. Right, and you know, to get on there and talk. Talk about the little dude, and it's funny, he my age. I always think he's younger than me. It's just, you know, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Cause you know, you giving him power because I feel like he feeds off that. Like he he's one oh, of those yeah, people yeah. that feed off negativity. And it's like y'all be letting us do, but he eating it up, man. He better than me. Like I said, like I'm not sensitive, but if you I just from that era, if you start cracking jokes on me, bro, I got 20 more for you. Mm-hmm. But and listen, you know, like you know, like Lloyd Banks said. Fuck living positive if negativity spreads faster. Okay, yeah, I can tell we some old niggas. If we, <laughs> yeah, we okay. okay, yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> <laughs> I call a bitch like she Queen Latifah, like, bro, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, like, even like, 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 even, even with that situation, like, it's just crazy because you got. You got rappers, whole millionaire entertainers that have a legion of people following them, willing to pay $20 for a T-shirt, 
and they giving their energy to 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 somebody that's on the internet and like that like that makes you wonder like who is really running who because 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 even because even homie homie ain't talking he don't like he he didn't sound scared like like he put like this I rarely hear him sound like he's intimidated at all with anybody. Yeah, like that's I crazy. Think he is. Like, you know, it could be because he's Jamaican as well. Even though he, you know, yeah, he a boxer yeah. boy, he's still Jamaican, man. Jamaicans don't fear, or I know what they fear, but I can't be problematic. <laughs> and they always say <laughs> what, they, what they fear makes makes the rain come. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna do oh, that. But they blame a certain, you know, not all of them. I ain't gonna sit up here and do that. But some mm-hmm. of them, especially the older ones, think you know, them certain type of people make the rain come, and it's a punishment. But I, I mean, it could be because of that, or he just, you know, the kid has been out what for ten years now, so like that. Heard of him. Yeah, like I remember the, the first time I even heard of him was uh, during the Drake Meek Mill. Situation. I just keep seeing the tweets. I was like, I don't know who the fuck this motherfucker is, but all right. Cause I, you know, cause like that was the first time I seen someone have like play by play Woj information. Matter of fact, that's 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 who he is. Whether people like it or not, he is hip hop's Woj. Uh yeah, he does have stuff that we never heard of. Like, you know, he talked about the Playboy Cardi album coming out on Christmas and, you know, it hasn't been confirmed, but he does get news that, you know, nobody else gets. And, and he does know, talk but, to him too. It's not like they don't talk to him. Like he, he has conversations with the, with the subjects that he's talking about. Well, you know, it, it's the same thing. And I talked about with somebody else. They go talk to the other fed being uh, the guy that's with the TV, you know, Russian mm. TV, as I call it. You know, uh, people go talk to him who is more of a fed than the guy that worked at Complex. People talk to him based on, you know, it'll get you some looks because your label is screwing you over, especially in the stream era, especially now because you can't go to her because a lot of those people that, actually do talk to him or used to talk to him. We're doing a lot of Southern shows. They don't mm-hmm. do the big cities like that, but they still go get enormous bags oh, yeah. from House you know, of Yeah, which is straight because, I mean, Gucci was on the route for that. I'm not going to say he Listen. wasn't going to make cities, but he was getting show money in Alabama stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like Gucci and those artists artists of his caliber, Lil Boosie, Webby, uh Why? even like Ur- Yeah, like they went like they'll do in a Thursday to Sunday eight shows in four states and get sixty from each show. Like and mm-hmm. that was yeah. That was and that the era, got money. Promoters mm-hmm. to this day. You know, it's a lot. Yeah, and that's even better. A lot of them, even to this day, well, not this year in particular, but last year, a lot of them, like Boosie, were still doing tours like Mm -hmm. that because promoters and let's say where you located, they have the money for that because the cost of living is cheaper and you could fund your label, you could fund whatever marketing or promotion that you have for a music company to book talent. You know what I mean? So, and then to get the venue, 
the book out the venue is not that much either. Bro, Travis Porter had Travis Porter had <laughs> uh they had a drive-through show like like around the way over here, and it was and it was packed and it was lit. That's funny. I was just thinking about Travis Porter music last night. That's funny how I'll think of something and then somebody is say it or I happen to see it. And I was thinking about Travis Porter. I was thinking about going through their music last night, but I haven't heard that name in a while. Up until me yeah. thinking about it, I'm like, bro, I haven't thought about Travis Porter in a while. Who, you know, we thought they was going to be bigger than the Migos, but things didn't work out. Well, you know, they didn't have the, uh, they didn't have that Drake package. Yeah, that, that's mainly what it was. You know, when you get because, a guy like yeah. that, mm-hmm. it, that, that's what's going to happen, especially at that time. You know, you get a Drake feature, which was pretty big because, I mean, the guy's been popular for 11 years. He He's he's basically John Cena in the music industry. Like, damn, bro, you ain't going to fall off yet? Nope. Yeah, it's like, you know, both of them had, you know, both of them, they, they dealt with uh, Brisk Squad, uh, Walker, and Gucci, but yo, like, you know, like that run, like the only thing period that had a run longer than Drake is the city of Atlanta. Yeah. Cause like dominance, like that, like that's that's crazy. But even, you know, but but even on this whole people telling and well, people just going about roundabout ways telling shit. It's just is I mean it's sad, but you know I don't I don't I don't cry for fools, so I try not to do foolish things. Because you know yeah. you got all all these dudes getting cased up, locked up, and coincidentally, all these people came out of came out of somebody's mouth that 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 took the stand. Hmm. And you know, like when, you, when you're dealing on the federal level, you know, like you know, like they can, like you know, they can talk about the young dude, like uh, he running crazy complex. Listen, he's just trying to just get it popping. He ain't. I haven't heard about him doing police things. They should be worried about a lot of other people doing police activity. Like, you know, he just trying to get clicks and views. Meanwhile, you got full indictments based off of people giving testimonies. And like, you know, the feds only need your name on paperwork. They don't need to like because they've been tracing whoever they need to, to, to trace. They just needed a reason. Stop giving people a fucking reason. Absolutely. And I mean. You know, we we don't need to speak on the names, but in yeah. the past week, the, the two you know artists and that you know can ain't be, gonna be the last either. They ain't gonna be the last. It's gonna be no, a long twenty twenty one. Yeah, because the thing is, a lot of people think all this happening this year, far as you know, whatever cases they have pending against them, that's not the case. That's not how the feds work. Because if it was something that you were just doing a couple months ago, they'll wait. They'll wait, but they would have acted a little bit sooner because it's enough evidence, it's enough whatever paperwork they have on you to incarcerate you, and it's going to get you less time. The whole idea for 
the FBI is to give you as much time as they can to make money off of you. They make a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, I want to say uh, a day, a month off each criminal in car that's incarcerated. So mm-hmm. with these two prominent figures, you know, one of them isn't a huge prominent figure the one from New York, you know, particularly to us, but the other one, is a somewhat prominent figure, or yeah, because he's a younger dude, yeah, yeah. And I've been listening to him for years, you know. What I mean, that, that whole scene out there, I've been a fan of his for years, so they they they've waited years to get them on whatever they can. I can't speak about the, the young boy in Chicago because I don't know all the logistics of how long they've been waiting, and if and if they if you know how long or how many cases he has pending against him, you could tell me, but... Um, I think what I know is it's either around five. It's either four at minimum or, like, six or seven. But it's, like, basically it's, like, a slew of white-collar shit. And, like, you know, people can laugh at white-collar crime, but, you know, police love white-collar crime because you can't fight numbers. Like, you know, you, you can't fight the fucking data. Yeah, and then you know with with them because they are known, it's easier to get them. Like let's say they weren't doing it, it was a homeboy, you still was mm-hmm. yeah, on yeah. for example. You so famous with, rich, you have people following you, following your every word, whether you realize it or not. You we don't care about that your bands did it. You with your mans, so we need you, and that's where the word Rico comes into play. All y'all. Yeah. And then with the young, the, the guy from, you know, New York, that, that won't apply to him. He's he's not beating that. Maybe. No. But I, I, I seriously doubt it just based on, you know, the well, not clean. Yeah, no, nah, because, you know, when you have any, you know, what's alleged that he has, which is a firearm in New York, they do not play with firearms in New York at all. Oh, no. Hell no. And California is probably worse because California give you years by a bullet. So every bullet that you have, when you had that illegal firearm, they give you a year for it. Yeah, New York is something like that. Like me, I have a a concealed carry, but I don't even like when I go back home, like I leave it in like I have it either on me or I have it like in wherever I'm staying at because you might drive, might end up going out of state, you might end up going to a county you ain't supposed to be in. And I don't want to deal with those type of problems, especially New York. Like, I will jump out the whip. If if I'm getting close to the Holland Tunnel, like, let me out. Let me out this fucking car now. <laughs> Get me out. Yeah, because New York, they definitely with their gun laws, man. They, they don't man. fuck around with that because... I'm about to get my concealed permit as well. And when I travel, of course, I leave. I don't understand how people, you know, bring it on flights. Like, bro, let's shoot private. Even yeah, private crazy. is not good because, you know, we seeing what's no. going on with, you know, one of my that's personal terrible. favorite rappers of all time. Yeah, it's like, dude, like, you not – even before 9-11, you can bring a firearm concealed or not onto a plane. Like, bro, I don't care if it's on your side. First of all, you got to take it off and when you go to a metal detector even when you're about to get on a private jet you got to take a concealed weapon off and go through a metal detector mm-hmm. that's just how it works in general it's it's mm-hmm. now especially after you know 9 11 
I remember it was a time, and it's funny because Nori talked about drink champs. He was like, before 9-11, we used to just like take people flights. Like, you know, we used to act like we was somebody else. And mm-hmm. take yeah, yeah. Flying was easy, yo. Flying was like a, like, you know, just like the hustle of flying. Like, that's how most dudes got their shit off. Like, they was, um, like, what is it? Uh, travel agents. They was, they was doing a travel agent. Like, travel agent, that was like Forex of the uh, 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the Atlanta scam. That's the that's the new one. You know, I ain't knocking nobody to do for us, but oh you know, yeah, it ain't it ain't all what y'all think it is. You been yo is essentially like Forex is basically a three sixty deal with Def Jam, bro. Because like, what got, is it's like you're doing it on behalf of other people or something like that. You gotta pay. So what it is is you paying somebody two hundred dollars. Okay. Just to teach you the system, and they getting two hundred dollars off you and probably somebody else. So then when they okay. try to tell you, you got to get somebody else in, so you don't have to pay. It's oh. because they try to sell you on that residual income bullshit. When it's oh. sad, when it's what it's it's what it yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's the new pyramid scheme, but they don't want to label it. It's like, fam, I used to work for Cutco in 2007. I know what the fuck it yeah. is. That, yo, that sounds like a cash app susu. Yeah, it I, sounds I like a susu. Took my $20. Yeah, but really, you don't really gotta be a whiz. Like right now, uh air like Airbnb is probably still under a hundred dollars. You get Airbnb, or what I was saying in the uh in in the Discord, like you gotta look at you got to look at the plug. Like, if you want to invest, invest your money into the into the plug, not into who's making it happen. Like with, um, like with uh, Tesla. Like Tesla, they superchargers that they're at banks, not banks. They're at malls. They're at Shell and Sheets. Because you know here in uh, I think North Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, Sheets, but Sheets is um, Shell. So, you know, Audi and Porsche and other people, they're going electric. So you, you have to figure out what gas stations are trying to license that style of pump. You got to figure out who's making the battery. You got to figure out who's making the home charger. Like that's if I was playing that game, I worry about those people. I'm, I'm not worried about the brands that we know. Cause you know niggas want niggas want to talk about phones. Uh, is uh, Samsung parts in in the iPhone up until like uh, last year when iPhone they started to make their own shit. That's why it's so expensive now. That's why it's getting more expensive because they had to do it themselves. Yeah, exactly. You know that's why they was doing you know not slave labor. I don't want to use that term, but it was something close to it in China. When they had mm-hmm. these people working in factories surrounded by mercury and they can get mercury poison as well using those uh, A12 chips. I think, you know, because I'm an iPhone user, unfortunately, but we have, so the one I have now has an A13 processor, if I'm not mistaken, A14, something like that. So you got these people that are putting together piece by piece an iPhone and the iPhone will cost no more than $20, $30, but they sell it for a thousand dollars, and this, I've never been a fan of the iOS software. It, it's convenient, it's easier to use, 
didn't enjoy it, but it's not open form. So I can't program anything the way I want to program it because it's all based on I.O. The iOS format and the iOS format, man. That man Steve Jobs, man. You know, he he was he's a finesse. He's one. He's top five finesse in history. I want to say that. All right. So let me so let me ask you this about these apps. Like even with even with the new beta app that's out now. Like how do these apps get to our phone first? Is it because iOS is just one uniform and with Droid, you got to worry about Samsung Droid, Google Droid. Uh, LG, like, is it because different interfaces? No, with me, uh, with programmers, I think, you know, when you put something on the iOS store, the Apple store, I think you have to go through actually Apple to get it, and you don't Mm -hmm. have to use a programmer, but you program it for the iOS system. How you build on that, I don't know. But I feel like it's way easier to build a program for Droid because it's more open form, like I said. And you can have damn near any type of legal app on there. Because I can tell you, as a Droid user for the longest up until two years ago, man, I had fucking TV, movie apps, live TV, and I'm talking about NBA, NFL. You'll never be able to get that on uh, iOS. Software no. because it's not open bug. So that yeah, I used to have just hella apps, man. And it's, I think like, it's just easier to make too, and you don't have to go through a lot of the security measures. That's why a lot of those apps they're like, yeah, they tracing you. But I'm like, hell, man, we on Earth, they tracing you regardless. Oh yeah, listen, they got they they talking about well, what is it? The uh, market of beasts and look at us and look at our credit cards. What's that credit card that's been there for the past 15 fucking years? A chip. That chip ain't <laughs> that chip ain't just sitting there for nothing, right? Exactly. Now, because you know, uh, Ice T talked about it on Dream Champs. He was talking about how back in the day, credit card scamming is like, oh, he was like, man, we used to do that back in the day, but now try to figure it out because now they got the chip on there, and then that's yeah. true. You can't do anything. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I don't even know how motherfuckers is. Well, I don't know how people are scamming with impunity. Like they're not going to get caught anymore. Like that is crazy. Like to me, that's the part that's crazy. Like the closest you could get to scamming now and be safe is just buying bots. That's the only thing that you can do. That's like it's a like it's a yellow light. People ain't too pleased by it, but it's like all right, fuck it, we're going to let you live. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know that's how they was grabbing up all the PS Five. You know, you you get these mini bots you, that you program, and they. People like, damn, they get through in two seconds. It's like, yeah, that's how it works. They go through all the security protocols. They go through everything they need. They already have your personal data on there that you uploaded to the bots. And yeah, they sweep it up quick. Same thing is probably going to happen every time they release the new PS5, you know, or the P- Xbox X. So the resellers could do that. So you got people just buying five Xboxes off, you know, probably scams of their own, because I don't think somebody sitting up there buying five PS5s without what they own, hard-earned credit card, yeah. Yeah, so they're doing the credit card scams, and how you do credit card scams, that's something I've never done, but I know how it works in a way, and I, you know, I ain't gonna talk about it on here. (laughs) I definitely won't be talking about it on here. Oh, no, no. In the future, you know, when we in a prominent role or whatever we're doing in our lives. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be the shit that they bring back. <laughs> on the first oh, yeah, episode. Yeah. 
Hey, they, that's how it us. works, though. Oh, my goodness. Since back in the day, niggas be rapping about this and that, and then they were like, well, you was rapping about it, so you must be doing it. No, it's on somebody else's story. Okay, tell the judge that. But the fact is, like, of course, they won't be able to get nothing on this because we not out here wilding, but you still don't want to give them a reason to listen to because they have the data. This is mm. going straight. You know, even though it's going to be unlisted, it's going to be private, it's still going to YouTube. Google owns YouTube. They know exactly what's going on. They know what we're recording right now. We got IP addresses. We can't use, you know, you can exactly. hide your IP, but they still can find you. Yeah, with those VPNs, but you're you're buying commercial VPNs. It's like they just got to press two right. buttons instead of one to find you. Right. So I'm like, dude, they still can find you, bro. Like you hit your IP. You still got an IP on your cell phone, even if you using if you off of your cell phone. If you're using the Wi-Fi mm-hmm. and you hire your IP address, still an IP address that they can hard go through that's connected to your phone at that moment or connected to whatever hardware you're using to find. Mm-hmm. You can't find like hell, man. They found Osama in the cave. Is that man? Yeah. <laughs> and like that was a and yo, like in and nobody talks about that, like that that day or that night, like it was. Cause I remember at the nine eleven, I was like, yo, when when they when they catch whoever's responsible, it's like like the whole country gonna have a fucking parade for like a month, like like it's gonna be turned. And then it was just like people just hit the streets, like you know, like 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 they won the Stanley Cup or some shit. And then like two days later, that was it. I was like. I I guess I just people would be more enthused about the whole situation because it just happened weird. Like we didn't hear about it till after the fact, and then they um, buried him properly. Uh, you know, supposedly put it put it you know wrapping him, leaving leaving him in the ocean and all that. But yeah, it's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of weird stuff just about that about that whole. Capturing Bin Laden situation is crazy. Yeah, one of the funniest damn things ever. And I re- I wish that set would have got released. This is when Chappelle was like tired of people recording his shit, and it's not being put out. You know, he it was just meant for you to enjoy and not, you know, record it. So, and I don't. I think it was just like a regular set. I don't think it was meant to be a special because there was other people on there. But I wish that would have got out, and hopefully it's on YouTube. They talking about they just wrapped that nigga up and threw him in the ocean like Megatron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that shit yeah, that's wrong. crazy. Man, yeah. you know, it's like it's just it's crazy how it's just everything comes it, you know, there's a there's always a hint, and there's always a, a full circle moment. And you just gotta like, how did Megatron been lying? Are they the same? I don't know. Well, they, they the it was about the same height, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Obama, you know. what somebody say he shouldn't be playing basketball? Man, he, he would have been better than Vladi Divac. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga would have had a mean, he would have been Giannis before Giannis. He would have had a mean just off one dribble straight to the rim. 
beard and the wind blowing. Right. With the turban going crazy. That turban would have turned red. He would have been on fire like NBA Jam. Man, but let me let me let me ask you this from this is this this is a question that like they be joking around with on the Joe Budden podcast, but I think this is probably the most important question of this century for music, for movies, for just our just for you, for me, for everybody. How much is a stream worth? Uh point three since yeah but but why now i'm saying but why are people just going so hard for like the like the concept of a stream is like wouldn't you just rather just have people just buy your movie buy your album buy the pay-per-view versus the impressions or like or like is this does this circle back to they're just farming us for uh just for data so so they can make sure that they sell you uh black on black adidas boosts and they they sell me yellow ones yeah you make music now just to be on a playlist because playlists are the new radio you just want somebody to hear you and then Hopefully they come to your concert. That that's all. It's used just for marketing. That's all music is made for now. You know, not you know, not for the artists. They making it just because they like doing it. Well, some of them, but you know, for the ones that just trying to make money at this point, they just doing it to market it out to get on a show like that. Or like Mario Judah, the young boy that just uh, came out doing that uh, crazy ass song. I'm a big bear lion, don't you? Run! You probably seen that meme, but I probably seen him. Yeah, yeah, like you know, with him now because it's a parody, so to speak. Like he's been trying to sound like Playboy Cardi and doing his music. It's a parody now to where you have to be a sort of cartoon character to even make it a significant amount of money in the industry. You know, I talked about with with Davis and. Cody about how I can't stand Trevor Scott. You know, the Astro World album was all right, but for me, I don't like the dude just because of the coonery he said before. And I say this because I'm not knocking the hustle. Like, by all means, sell this shit to white kids because they the ones that got the money to buy this shit. You know, we got the money as well, but we yeah. we not going to pay for no just no bullshit all the time just because we got to be you know, cautious when we spend money. It, you know, you got because, some money, but you don't yeah. know how, how fast it's gonna go. So because we don't got McDonald's money, they got McDonald's money. We don't like just remember, like back back when we was young. Our mom's like, I don't got no McDonald's money. Right, same thing with us. Like you know, even though <laughs> you buy like crazy ass chains or whatever the case may be, you know, they just spend it just to spend it. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm not counting my pockets. But at the same time, you want to be wary, especially in the state of the world now, because. Once again, going back to the pandemic, I knew shit was bad when, you know, it was entertainers out here like, shit, I got to start saving my money. Yeah, like, quickly, too. It was like... With a stream, it's not not worth anything. You know, it's it's never going to be worth anything. A lot of people want to try to renegotiate their contracts to get their stream revenue. It's not going to work like that because it's made just for these motherfuckers just take your money. You know, especially if you sign to two or three different labels, like 
you know, Meg is, Meg is not seeing the amount of money as she should be seeing. She uh-huh. should be seeing way more. Once again, I'm not counting people's pockets, but it's right there. You know, I don't say, I don't tell people's business unless you tell us and it's out there and you already talked about it. You know, they talked about how she is on that 300 label. Uh-huh. She signed to whoever the, the former baseball got on the label. Then, you know, you heard Jay Prince talk about, well, she would have did right with me. I would have actually tried, you know, she wouldn't be in that situation. And that's all he alluded to. And I don't need to really talk about it, but it's true. Like, you know, I think it's hard for us in particular to trust somebody that might be older than us or Mm -hmm. to listen to somebody that's older than us at times because you never know where they're coming from. But anytime you do business, I think even, you know, at the level we at right now, and, you know, me personally at the level, what I'm doing right now, and where I'm trying to go with these podcasts, which is a new TV show. Like I keep trying to tell everybody, podcast is a new TV show. Yeah. Everybody got a podcast now, but it's what differentiates you from somebody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like what's the difference? Because you know, people, everybody want to talk about one thing, and that's why these podcasts come and go, and they because they inconsistent. You know, so with going back to the streaming and how much it's worth, it's not really worth anything. It's just for you get on the playlist. It's a good look for you, but you're not seeing mm-hmm. the money from it. All going straight unless you own your masters, your publishing. But even then, you still got to get the product out for it yeah. to get some type of look. And you know, now all these artists are putting out merch, which is going back to the Travis Scott thing. You got to put out some merch. You got to sell something. You more so of a business now than just music because it used to be back in the day you could just be an artist and just focus on your music. But things are changing heavy. And then these labels aren't going to make it. The label industry is about to die. Let me ask you this. Even though it does, well, like, if you need me to break it down, I'll break it down. But do you think, like, do you look at Travis Scott in terms of his brand as being, like, the new MC Hammer? No, because MC Hammer is talented. Mm, I mean, well, I'm, I'm talking. We're talking about in terms of how Travis Scott just—it's crazy. It, it happened in between album cycles that he's just—he's like, like he's as he's as big as entity as the top five most talented musical artists, you know, like or the, the top five biggest musical artists, like your Rihanna, Drake, Beyonce, uh, Cardi B. And uh, whoever, like, but it's just because his name, his face, like, just the brand of just everything. Like, like that's why I be telling people, like, if you want to just pursue some shit, you got to make, you got to make it a movement. Like, it's just his, his movement is just so crazy. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like a legion of white kids that's willing to buy whatever. There you go. Because he's selling candles now. And all. I can't knock that part. When you buying stuff because these white kids, if they're he was fan of you, they're gonna buy it. Like, you know, he's putting out happy meals. He had goofy ass little white kids going, talking about Captain Jack sent me. And you know, it's great marketing. I'm not never gonna knock somebody for making some money. It's just me based on you taking the culture at you know, you being the culture was like I said to them, like Davis and Cody, he's essentially I think I said it on there, probably so home. I'll be recording all goddamn week, but uh no, yeah, so it's like I don't know who I'll be talking to. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna remember this, but you know, 
far as when it's the same type of topic, I tend to forget who I was talking to. But yeah. you know, with 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 him, is is he's a culture vulture because you said you're against oh, I'm not basically with Black Lives Matter, which you you know, you you have everybody has their own opinion about that. I'm just with my people. I'll just say that. That's the point. Exactly. And with him, he just kind of said in a way, you know, along the lines of that, but the way he said it, it's all about how you say things that's going to run people the wrong way. But then you take what's perceived to be hip-hop culture and you make money off of it, but you're not with your people. You see what I'm saying? So now you got these white kids, and I hate when these white kids had the ability to come into the culture and they think they know about the culture, they think they know about you know, us in particular because of something mm-hmm. they learned from a Travis Scott or somebody goofy like that that's out here, here doing ignorant shit. So it's like, okay, make your mm-hmm. money, but you making it on based on, you know, something that you are a part of because you in a way are, are a part of it, even though it's trash. You know, I ain't heard him make a beat in goddamn 20 years or however long. He's been out for, I'm joking, because he's been out for, I've heard about him for like eight years now, but nine years maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know, how much do you really care enough about it to really be serious about it? Because I don't think he's serious about the craft like that in order to, you know, do something different. Like, you know, I guess you got to do it because at this point you are a brand, you are Travis Scott. We've been knowing about you for years. You hit your peak or not peak, but you hit your height two years ago when uh-huh. uh, Astro Thunder came out. Was that two years ago? Yeah, yeah. I I remember, like, uh, like far as like, I like how, because I'm more into how shit sounds. I like, 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 I love how the album sounds, but also know it's a team of people that that made it so. Because, like, that shit does sound phenomenal. I ain't talking about his lyrics or anything like that, but just how it's composed and arranged, Mike Dean doing his thing. And, um, I, I even seen them. Well, I seen them in the solo concert once. I saw them rolling loud, but just seeing how he commands like tens of thousands of kids like that, he's not the like he's not the only one that's 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 paying attention to that. Like even with all these other dudes, like you know, like that makes you think of like where like was there. This infamous meeting in 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 the nineties where it was like we got to figure out how to just flip just flip the script with these label heads and shit, or it was just with TV and media in general. Because like we can we can talk to people from outside of the country and they ask us how like do they know the difference between even me and you? We're from two different coasts, but. You know, to somebody in London, we're Americans. Like we're just like we just off the hook because we from America. And NBA young boys from America, and we're from America. Right? No, you're right. And then I go back to what you said about the album too. Um, sonically, I, I told my boy this, who I talk to music about, and I really don't talk to too many people about music because. Nobody has the same taste as me. And besides that, like I tell people, like anytime I listen to rap, I listen to more so R&B. If I listen to rap, man, all my rappers are 35 plus and suffer probably from PTSD. 
like all my rappers make dope sounding sound cool and it's not cool kids but mm-hmm. so i listen to that but sonically like you said that album is great how it's mixed you know i, I critique it a little bit behind it's mixed but the production is great but you're not gonna get like you said no lyrics i've never gotten any lyrics from oh, yeah. at all but his production sounds phenomenal so that's the main thing with me like you saying and you know people overseas don't know that like you said they just know that we are american or you know with me they might say are oh, you from la because of everything they see on tv about la exactly and, you know it's people that in this country like you know people that we know they said they never been to la and i'm like damn like you know it's just weird to hear that when i never been know, to, i never been further than i don't know where's further west uh St. Louis or Indiana, but that's furthest I've been. Far as like going, going, going west of the country. Oh yeah, you only been there, brother. You got to go a little bit west than that, cause I know. St. Louis, and especially Indiana, ain't shit in Indiana. Don't be stupid. Nah, damn thing. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing but racism and and white boys that know how to play basketball. Was man, those white boys can hoop. They don't got shit yeah. else to do to be racist. It's just shoot free throws all day. Oh, that's how Gordon Hayward got his form for being racist mm. in Indiana. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that, that three. <laughs> I remember they showed a highlight tape of him, highlight tape of him about three weeks ago. I'm like, bro, he literally just came off the screen and shot a three. But they just like when he was playing with the Celtics, man. On ESPN, it was just like idolizing this white dude for the simple things. I'm like, fam, because he a white dude getting 20 points. Y'all think he doing something better than what Kimba doing on that team or Jalen Brown? All right. What do you think is going to happen with Luca? Let me ask you that. Far as in terms of, you know, just the hierarchy, the rankings, in terms of like status, because LeBron, three, four years left, in terms of the new king of the NBA. Cause like they be everybody talk about Luca like I mean Luca is nice, but they like try to co-opt them into some into some other shit. That's why I don't let him speak because they don't want to hear that that uh, Eastern European uh, uh, language. It's crazy. Yes, yeah, that and because you could tell he don't want to be he doesn't understand. To a certain degree, about the whole, you know, white, ideal black of a great white hope, because you know, mm. yeah, they really, they really always want a great white hope. You know, in America, it's been since boxing. You know, Rocky Marciano was out here beating the shit out of Joe Lewis, and they was like calling him God. And you know, you had uh, the bull that fought Sugar Ray. I forgot they made the movie about him, Robert De Niro, but you know, I forgot his actual name. But he was out here. You know, he had nine fights with. Sugar Ray Robinson, arguably the greatest of all time. So, you know, when he was getting beat, especially in that era, that was like a, a badge of, you know, you were a god. So with Luca, it's kind of the same thing. And I don't think he has, he understands that whole American, we need a white god in sports thing because he's 21. Yeah. And, and also, like, they uh, blew up that white boy. Remember, remember the white boy situation with him and, um, uh, Trez. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they was trying to blow it up, and he was just like, yeah, it's whatever. 
Like, you know, yeah. Trez had to apologize, but it's like, you know, it's like with him, he was like, whoa, I, that, it's whatever, bro. Like, I, and he doesn't understand. I don't think he understands, you know, the, the, the great white concept because he's young, he's from Europe, and he doesn't understand what he's coming into because they definitely mm-hmm. pick that up, you know, more and more as he – continues to get better which is scary because hell he, he was averaging 29.4 29.7 assists and 10 boards this past season so I mean he could hoop so that's that's the thing about it like you know I think yeah. we old enough to bypass the media bullshit so it's like alright they can call him whatever but at the same time if he didn't if he couldn't hoop I'd be like they need to get out of here with that shit but oh, yeah. ain't nothing you can say yeah. Yeah. You couldn't work. <laughs> somebody couldn't work and I'm like yeah you got it yeah, yo, even like you know, sports like like sports is one of the uh well more more times than not compared to other aspects of life is one of the great equalizers. It doesn't I don't, it don't give a fuck. The ball don't lie. I don't care if you black, white, purple, yellow. The ball don't lie. Listen, they couldn't stop Jeremy Lin for going left. The ball don't lie. They can't stop the fact that Tim Tebow is just kind of fucking strong for a quarterback. He like he lifts like a linebacker. The ball don't lie. Like it is like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Even with um uh uh the dude uh Covington like he just like he just he just catch people s- slipping or he just beats them like like I haven't seen a situation where he didn't win some shit he wasn't supposed to win. Somebody might have not shown up to be prepared to win, but it is what it is. It's like certain shit you can't play with. That's right. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely, you know, with that, I think you've got to show up, especially when you're a young prospect, you definitely got to show up. And, of course, you're only going to learn the game so much in your early playing career, like, you don't really hit your prime until you're 27 to begin with. So, mm-hmm. and I think it just, you know, you got, what? Well, let's go to the culture vulture thing again. NBA 2K is now, like, the new culture vulture thing. Like, you know, you got these little white kids that based, uh, based the game on, you know, a video game. And they based mm-hmm. it on their mind and all that. And then they based on also these trades because, you know, ever since 2010 when LeBron, you know, switched teams, that's been – you know, the go-to thing in the NBA. And I'm not knocking it at all. You know, play where you want to play at. Like, fuck it. Like, if I don't want to be here, I want to be here. Like, you know, what's going on with James Harden. You know, I don't I don't like where it's going. And I kind of agree with Steven Jackson where, you know, you got a black coach and then now you just like, fuck it, I want to leave. Okay. So why you couldn't say that last year when y'all wasn't, when y'all didn't make it out the yeah, second round? You should have been saying that two two years ago. Fuck, fucking with that fuck. Uh, the uh, fucking Elvis looking motherfucker, the uh, GM. He should have said something when he when when it, when he when he almost fucked up the China bag. Cause James, cause part of that two hundred fifty million from Adidas, that's China bag. Yeah, it it is. It's just you know your man Daryl Morey fucked it up, or the owner. Exactly. The owner, I should say that. Uh, no, Daryl Morey has something to say about it. He was the GM, so you know whoever yeah. the owner was too. So you know that it's um the 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 owner is the other 
for Tito brother in the uh, UFC, not the ones right. that we saw. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's, it's, it's this other one that had a book, but that's why why we, when these NBA people talk about the Rockets, it was like, y'all don't know the Fatitas. They are some, they some, they are some motherfuckers. I was just, leave, I'm just leaving it at that. Cause like, cause they don't get down. If they can manage to get $60 pay-per-views and, and only give someone $2 million for the main event, and the 15 fight card, then they don't give a fuck about no NBA shit. They might have to learn the hallway because Adam, because you know, the NBA is a corporation. It's like any other corporation. All the all the rumors that's been swirling about the NBA. It's like certain shit they, they don't they don't play either. Yeah. No, you're right. So you know that when they start talking about China, it's like, bro, you want to leave that shit alone, like, cause you know you got a lot of money coming out, and the Rockets are still big in China because of, you know, Yao Ming years ago, and because a lot of those Adidas sponsor athletes they go to China, mm-hmm. excuse me, pre-Rona every summer, like D Rose yep. is going in and out of China every summer. Every oh, that bad. Like Derrick Rose yeah. is a purple. It's a perfect example. Of somebody. They got that China back. Somebody that put their work in, but they legend continued on because you know in other countries they they cherish certain shit better than we do here as a as a as a society. Yeah. Cause shit, even with um, and that goes with music and all that because you can like because like nori said it like like cnn used to just go on runs up until recently that used to be like cnn and uh Dirty by nature and and they'd be like fuck it let's bring peter guns and they just go throughout the whole europe and come back with like with like four hundred thousand. yeah curtis both still making money Mm-hmm. Curtis Ball, I think Rakim and Eric B, you know, all the players still make money. Yeah, they still because that's to everybody overseas. That's still hip hop, you know. Mm-hmm. Now the younger artists, you know, they make the drill music, so to speak, which originated from the UK. Like you know, I listen to exactly. Desi and all of them in the yeah. UK. Chill, I them. Yeah, a lot of that sound is now, you know, God bless the dead. Pop Smoke and all of them was using it. Fabio uses it now. But mm-hmm. that that's now they hip hop and that's something they originated. But if you listen to, you know, those older acts, they still go by like lyricism because mm-hmm. of the Curtis Blow, Big Daddy Kane's gang star, Wu Tang, especially especially. But you know, Wu Tang is another group. They they still go on tour overseas in Germany, Europe. They go on Europe tours in Germany and places like that, Sweden, Ireland, all that, because it's still a bad heavy. Because yeah, arenas and stadiums yeah. is filled. Like soccer stadiums is filled to see what we're saying. Yeah, and then you know nobody wants to hear that now. You know the the younger people don't want to hear that. They want to hear you know. I'll see the video about why I'm alluding to what I'm alluding to. They want to listen to, you know, this NBA young boy who is based off the, in my opinion, you know, the Boondocks was ahead of his time for so many things, but you know. He was he is now against delicious. I'll just say that mm-hmm. you know, it's just and and it's a weird concept that comes with a a mental disorder for 
these young women that are allowing him to impregnate him. And that's risky for so many different reasons that we don't need to really, yeah. you know, digress. A, as they say, that's a deeper, darker criminal link. Yeah, I don't need to say, I'm, I'm misusing the word di- digress, but you know, that's something I could talk about at a later time. Oh, yeah. We'll wait till, like, far as we'll, we'll, we'll uh, give them, uh, we'll wait till Black History Month to start breaking people's hearts. Oh, yeah, nah, that, that Black History, when we start recording, <laughs> boy, woo! <laughs> deep, deep. It's gonna be, yeah, it's nah. gonna be a fucking month, a fucking three hour podcast. I hope y'all ready. Yeah, no, nah, and listen, we do <laughs> we do research here. You know, I do homework, so I don't sit up here and just. I'm not one of these clubhouse goofies. I ain't saying shit just to sound cool or to be simping to no women. I I do homework on my shit. For sure, for sure, hell yeah, that's 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 definitely what we do here. But let me ask you, let me ask you this question: Do you think, um, like, far as like, what is what is the goal right now for like what do you think is the opposition's goal to get us from our path in terms of I don't like using the word fucking culture because like because culture that's just uh, some shit that somebody trademarked just as a people with 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 the kids and the music and and the hip hop genre and how that's affecting man versus woman and balance and the balance and the imbalance, like far as like far as like how how do we get here and where do we go from here just to fix it? Uh you can't. And I hate to sound morbid, but you can't fix something that was already broken. This started, mm. you know, hundreds of years ago. You can't fix it. All you can do is just hope that you break a curse, so to speak, or break, you know, your programming because everything mm. is based on programming. You, you don't have you don't have to be, you know, particularly us Africans to have a program placed upon you, even though we got so many programs placed upon us from what we see on TV to, you know, we being used as sexual, you know, objects to the police killing us. Then they have this bullshit that doesn't exist called black on black crime. That's not a real thing. That's something that they titled because you got Chinese people killing Chinese people in masses. You got, no, we don't, but we don't see that. Don't, the only thing that we can, we can grab our phones or uh, go to screen share and scroll down our social media. The only thing that they show us on a regular basis is black violence. It's just, Oh, is this a black person getting hurt by, another black person or uh police or person of another race, but it always, it is just black violence. It's not black on black violence. It's just the plague of black violence. Like, why do I have to see and hear that all the time? Like far as like, I don't want to look at another, another video of somebody getting their fucking head busted. Yeah. That's why you got anything that you, you know, they said, the window to your solar or your eyes. I think that's the phrase that it goes. So anything that you see is going to go into your mind, which ultimately is in your soul because, you know, mm. whatever radiant light that you get that the brain is processing to see what it's saying, that goes into your mind. That's why you got to be careful about what you listen to and what you watch. So these kids, because they're on Star or used to be on Star back 
in our era when we was like a little bit older. They were on World Star, World Star, you know, looking at, you know, violence against themselves that somebody looks like them. But then now the music is so fucking stupid that they perceive that to be what music is. You know, like I, I got people that live in my area and damn, bro, like when you come outside, you got to say these stupid ass lyrics. You mm-hmm. got to say a word about the bullshit that you hear that this goofy probably don't even live. Like, you know, we talked about CB4 before we came on air. It's the reason why that movie was made because... At the time it was made, too. Yeah, you had these artists that were saying, I'm gangsta, I'm this, I'm that. And now it's the same reoccurring thing. Like, they're not talking about shit. They're talking about their money. It's like, bro, we in a pandemic. I'm talking about the people that's listening to we in a pandemic, and you want to listen about money holes, shooting them up. And then it used to be, like, in the 90s, 80s, you know, you could filter through the bullshit and then you can get to somebody like an LL or somebody and you can listen to them a little bit, but they'll try to give you some type of lyricism and be different. Mm-hmm. Everybody fucking sounds the same and they're saying the same thing over and over. Like, don't get me wrong. I listen to some of that too because, you know, some of it's fun and I'm old enough to, you know, understand that's that's a fantasy. That's not exactly. real because everybody isn't meant to live that lifestyle. Like now, everybody wants to be a fucking rapper. Everybody can't be. We don't need no more rappers. I don't need. We don't need these young women being, you know, models. We don't need any more actresses. We. I mean, you know, no, no. I'll take that back. So we do need some more actresses, and we need actors that look like us. But you got to pick your role properly. We we need creative individuals that look like us, and that's where it starts because they don't know how to filter that. They just feel like it's the same shit. Like I got to do this. I got to do that. Everybody can't do it. It's some kids out here that really want to be in technology, but they don't know how to get into it. They don't know about getting into stem cell research like, you know, East Indian kid has access to or an Asian kid has access to because there aren't any opportunities. So, you know, or they just scared or or punked away from even pursuing that because like that's not lit or that's not cool. Like, you know, I be telling young motherfuckers all the time, like, listen. The girl at year 13, 14, the girl you the girl you think is the shit, she she gonna be tired and worn out by the time she's fucking 21 years old. If you if you really want a girl that that's gonna look good over time and you wanna just be smart about it, you better fuck with a girl that's in ROTC or that's in the um that's in the uh uh MCLA club or some shit like that. But you have to worry about the long game, the future. You got to worry about just getting your ducks in a row. So by the time you're coming out of college age, 21, 22, 23, you're already established enough that you can with, with skills and shit that you can bring to the world. Not, not having to fucking have your hand out waiting for uh, anything. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, they're not seeing that, you know, especially remember when we was coming up in like the early 2000s like Rap City we seen and then you know BTN cut as well we seen videos where they have a certain type of woman and what was going on and then at the time we was like damn that's that that's what the woman's supposed to look like but then again we came from an era that had a different world that's why you know when we had mm-hmm. these conversations where we had these conversations and you know what I mean it's like we talk about variations of women you know we talk about various styles of women. Like, you know, I like women that, 
you know, me personally, that look like the different world woman. But then I can switch mm-hmm. up from the BET Uncut. But that's what we had. Now, these young boys. That's that all get, you see. Yeah. Now, now you just see the other way around. But then you don't see that if she flipped that mattress over, that motherfucker got ketchup stains on it. It probably got, you know, seven up stains on it as well, because you're you see a fictionalized life that that's mm-hmm. what the Internet is. It's fictionalized everything. You got this NBA young boy out here running around the way he's running around. I'll see you the video later. And then these kids think that's how they're supposed to be. So everything, once again, that the Boondocks was talking about, we see now and they think it's cool. Like you can't be everything at once. And I think that's the problem. People try to be everything at once and they try to be a superhero. And you got to figure out that eventually they had to clone Superman because shit, he was going to get old as well. And that's how you get Superman. Yeah, everything, you can't do that. And then, you know, I think the life, especially... I ain't gonna even mess up myself with that word. I ain't gonna. They ain't gonna talk about me messing up that word. But you know, you know your your lifeline. These kids don't even think about. It. They living for today. That's why they get the tattoos. That's why they do the drugs. That's why they do whatever they want. It used to be, you know, from our era, we want to live long as possible. And then if you leave before your time that you are supposed to leave anyway. Then you like, all right, that's fine as well. But you mm-hmm. your goal has always been to live as long as you can because being old is cool. Like we see Hove, we see, you know, even though they're talking about something that they did back in their 20s, and now it's they're popular, but not as popular as they maybe should or shouldn't be, depending on who you ask. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I'd rather somebody tell me the truth than not, you know what I mean? So with Griselda. They aren't living a truth anymore, but at the same time, because they're older and, and they did that. So I'd rather see, you know, if you got to have the evil, so to speak, I would rather have the lesser evil in front of me than the main evil. And, you know, that's, that goes with the presidency as well. You know, the president campaign is just like, I'd rather see this evil compared to this evil. Yeah, because shit. We've been holding on. We've been we've been holding on by the by a fucking thread for for X amount of decades and shit already as a people. Fuck it, let's go for it. Let's see what happens. Like you know, that shit ain't gonna stop none anyway. Right, that's it. You just gotta. I think the whole point is you just, you just keep going, man. You know, it's it's no way around it, or no way to really. You know, see how how do you cancel something, or how do we end this or that? But it starts. I, the best thing I can say, and I don't have kids, is it starts at home. You know, everything mm-hmm. is from your kids. Like when you come up in a household, and I think this the boy I'm talking about. He came up in a household where his mama she wants to be on Instagram. Household he came from the parents that came from that household where it's like. You crying because you hungry, but they tell your ass to go lay down. Or mm-hmm. all you got is sandwiches. Your mom running around being a hoe. No disrespect, but that's how it works sometimes. Your mom running around being a hoe, and then it's like you confused. So it's a mental thing. That's where everything starts from. You know, life is mental. Everything starts with you. But what is she being a hoe for? 
is she being a, but because you know it's, it's some of them you know that well like I don't mean really like if you putting food on a plate then that's something different far with with me personally it's just getting it how you live it if you if you gotta just go by your means but you just out here just flo- just flossing with it then yeah like that's real that's horse behavior and I don't even see how do we even get here and even condone this on 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 both sides with men and women like like how do we get to this for profit situation that we're where where we at with it now well it's, when you're being sexualized when you're being verbally abused if you're a woman you you figure by somebody that you particularly care about or somebody that's supposed to you know hold you because you know women we come from them they're the greatest thing ever but i think now we in the era now where the dudes are becoming the women and i mean that no disrespectful way to the women you know because women are always going to be stronger than us but Mm -hmm. it's, it's now because we a lot of women aren't being pampered or being looked after the same way they sh- or the way they used to be with mm. the old as the older people said so they don't understand now so now they're like all right i gotta go get it any type of way i can particularly if they have a child so it's just it's one of those things where you know we're getting away from and i think just you know men as you know i can't even speak on you know particularly with us it's men as you know getting away from your job as a man because mm-hmm. especially during the pandemic Fucking sipping had we talked about it, man. Sipping has been at an all time high. Like you know, I'm about to be 32 years old in a week or so, and I've never seen sipping to the way I've seen sipping this year long. And it's because maybe people can't go out and spend money the way they want to to get a woman. Where I feel like if you just talk and be respectful, that's the best yeah. way to get a woman. Like I, me personally, you know, we here. I've never had to pay for, you know, consensual ever in my life. Consensual yeah, that's crazy. Like, I promise you, the most I've spent is probably a couple of dollars just to feed her. But for the most oh, part, yeah. I've never had to actually go out and, you know, spend thousands of dollars. Like, you know, in the chitty chat room, as they call it on Joe Budden podcast, you got grown men spending a thousand dollars just to be talked to. And I was like, you know, that, that was the beginning of the end for me when it came to that. But it's just like, we really hear in life, you know, where people mm-hmm. want so bad to have attention that they're willing to spend something that is meaningless. Like, yeah, of course, I always talk about how I need some money. And I'm, you know, it's me and millions of others in this country that need money. And because like, right, because right now it wasn't. It, well, it's still a, a pandemic, but this shit about to turn into a pandemic because the fucking wolves is out. The I mean, yeah, you out. know, the city you originally from, it's been a hotbed, man. It's been a lot of robberies going on out there. Yo, because that's because, because especially with this mask shit, I was like, when they first said mandatory masks, I know you probably the same. You was like, motherfuckers better start getting shot or people going to start shooting because you, because you giving people the tools. A mask, now you, now you got to wear a mask and it's cold outside, so you got to cover your head. So you ain't seen nothing but this. Right. When somebody walk up in the store or somebody run down on you 
in a dark alley when you outside. You ain't supposed to be outside. Like, and that's another thing. Like, like all like all these news and or all these not even events, these ain't fucking events, but all these mishaps in black culture, whether they are unfortunate, which all of them are, especially during the actual pandemic, is people at places that they aren't supposed to be. And nobody wanna talk about that shit. Like, no, why are you right. at a party? Why are you at this at at this superstore and getting being in the and just being in the play where somebody could get the drop on you? Uh you know, it is it, the people, people is just like we talked about, man. People are hard headed, human beings are hard headed, you know especially in America, because it's so privileged to, you know, when you got whoever so-called leader saying, you know, it ain't real, then you got these white motherfuckers that's believing in the South that's believing it's not real. And they truthers, which is a new term as well. And, you know, white people just hard-headed. They don't care. If it's something they want to do, fuck health. If it's something I want to do, and fuck how you feel. And if everybody else is just kind of like, yeah, well, you know, that 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 yeah. goes with, you know, how they originally got to be where they are right now. And, you know, that's a whole yeah. topic, too, about, you know, their whole existence. You know, white history, like I said before on the podcast, ain't nothing but 30 years. Other than that, you know, or I want to say before the 60s, it was, you know, it's still destruction, but it was destruction, destruction, destruction. Then we got to the 60s. It was like, yeah, destruction, but we still we doing drugs now. <laughs> and we take so, but you know, people just hard headed. Like human beings can't face themselves sometimes. So it's just like I can't be in the house by myself because I can't do it. It's like why not? Nothing with the great Mike Tyson, who you know is my favorite philosopher, which is crazy to say. Yeah, <laughs> one man. of my favorite athletes ever. That man said nothing is impossible until. You, hold on, let me see if I can do it. Nothing is impossible until you do it. It's not possible if you don't try. So, you know, people just can't live with themselves, man. I've been seeing it all year. You know, people have metaphorically hold themselves out because they can't live with themselves. Because no matter where you go, self is with you. Mm-hmm. If I move you know, right now... No, go ahead, brother. Oh, no. Oh, no, I was just saying, you know, we're not saying that we're uh, perfect or anything because we, we all go through these same battles. It's just you just have to remind yourself, people, that, you know, that you have knowledge yourself. You have to so you have to just stop, look around your observations, realize where you are, stand on your tent, realize your value to yourself and what you mean to your family, your tribe, everybody else meditate and then move because you can't because you just moving without guidance you are you're you end up in a fucked up predicament yeah uh no you're right it's just people give in like i ain't gonna sit up here and lie to the people lie to you that you know i've been having weak times where it's like damn i really want something to come through Consensually, but you know, we in the pandemic. I gotta think about others instead of mm-hmm. myself because you know, 
But me personally, I can't sit down too long in one spot because I'm always, you know, cross country because whether it be living or I'm working. So I can't just be, you know, I sit down for a couple of weeks, then it's like, all right, back to it. So I can't sit up here and just say, you know, I'm going by all the protocols because I should not be getting on flights. But hell, pandemic or not, I got to go get it. But, you yeah. know, you try to be smart with it. And then, you know, I'm at the gym out here, but I'm masked up. But at the same time, there's been people that's gotten sick that got the mask. So, you know, it's just it's just where we at right now is more so than ever, I think, in our time, I can say you got to really trust God more than ever. That's the, that's the one person you trust. Trust God. Walk with God. It will be all right if we just follow the universe and follow the instructions. The, the basics instructions before leaving Earth. <laughs> the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Yeah. Yo, it's so crazy that like, like, well, it don't sound well. It just, it's just funny because it's true. But you just be hearing these type of words and lyrics from certain people. You be like, or just, or even quotes in movies. You be like, damn, like that shit hits you. That shit just hits you different. And then you just dig deeper to that shit. Like, yeah, it's the basic instructions before leaving Earth. The first shall be last, and the last shall be first. So, hey, ain't nothing new That's under the good. sun. Ain't a, ain't, a, ain't, a, ain't a fucking thing. You're absolutely right, so. No, nothing new, man. This happened before. You know, they just didn't have currency. You know, there was something called the Black Plague, allegedly, that took out Europe. In my opinion, it was just a bunch of, you know, cave dwellers when they were probably only maybe <laughs> 100 years old or so at that point. That, yeah, that's you know, the plumbing issue. Yeah, that was a plumbing issue because, you know, up until the Moors, they didn't know how to wash their ass properly. Mm-hmm. The Moors of Spain, but, you know. People popularize that as well. You know, when you start talking about the Moors and, you know, the Israelites, which is some, you know, I don't, I don't really talk about too much just because they, they, they're a little strange to me. But when you get yeah. to that point, that's how I know the so-called woke was, you know, cool because everybody, you know, everybody want to say, you know, take Irish bladderwood, you know, take that shit. Irish sea moss, take that and you'll be mm-hmm. fine. Like, well, you still got to go by protocols. You can't believe everything that you see. They said somebody took the vaccine and got cerebral palsy last week, and everybody ran with that shit, man. You got, you be on your phone all, all day on Clubhouse. You need to start reading a book. It's very easy to find we, a book. We don't even know the rules to, to COVID, honestly. Like, you know, we don't even know. Every, like, I don't feel like I know it. Like, not everything. Because we, because we knew everything, we we'll, we would we would figure it out. But shit, at least with the cold, you know the parameters. The flu, you know the parameters. Fuck it, herpes, you know the parameters of that of sexually transmitted diseases and and chronic diseases and shit like that. Like it seemed like this is just like this is like the invisible bully. Like this is literally the elephant in the room, and you know like. I've been telling people like nah when when it happened, I was like, when it comes, it's gonna be something we had to deal with for three years minimum. So mm-hmm. the mask, 
You better get fashionable. You better make sure those shits match every outfit. If you want to go out, you want to get fly. You better, you better get fly. Absolutely. Get conscious. Because you know, they said 100 million Americans in within three months have had the vaccine. But, you know, when everything is, quote, unquote, back to normal, it, it might be a while. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, that's what they say. But how are they? Because, like, you know. They say allegedly in the in the census because there's some people that don't want their children to be marked as uh, or identified as black children or African American children. It's only like 40, 50 million African American people in uh, in this country, and so where's this hundred million? Because I know I know white people that's like I ain't taking that shit first. Like I'm not against it, but I'm not taking it first. That's what. Every, everybody's like that. I'm not taking this shit first. Yeah, for the most part, some people are like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just do it. But it's, it's a lot of people more so saying, uh, you know, nah, I'm going to wait on it. <laughs> Let me wait till that second batch come through. That's what a lot yeah. of people are saying. So That's it's even man. out. I think if, you know, like you said, your job, if they make you take it, then you'll take it. If not, you're not going to take it. Yeah, but they got they got PlayStations and well they got Xboxes that was smoking the first day and, and PlayStations that was breaking the first day. You think I'm gonna you think I'm gonna trust you putting some putting some shit in my ass twice in a month? Nah, you came from the government either. That's crazy. Listen, man. If the Japanese can't get that PlayStation right on uh, day one, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What to, I don't know to tell Uncle Sam, <laughs> but I do know this: not I, not me. Like far as like, it would have to be. Honestly, it would have to. Be, if it was on my nine to five shit, it would have to be an ethical situation because it can't be no money because it's no amount of money you can fucking give me. For me to just take that shit, like I, I literally don't know what that's going going to do to my body. Right, right. We we don't know as well. That's why a lot of people are willing to just wait on it. And like I said, I'm not an anti vaxxer You aren't as well. We just like, hey man, let me see what's going to happen. If I got to take it, I'll take it. Like they say, hey, in order to get on the flight, then I'm gonna have to take it. If I got to do this, do that, then I'm gonna have to take it. And it's unfortunately that the system is set up that way. But you know. Yeah, it, yeah. You only bypass things for so long before it's like, all right, now I got to do it because it's messing up my money, which, you know, everything goes back to, particularly in this company. I mean, I mean in this country. Mm. That's, that's something crazy that everything is. And what and what is money is a bunch of fucking zeros at this point is a bunch of zeros and ones in in a vault of gold somewhere. Because gold is a gold of diamonds is the only thing that's Gold, diamonds, oil. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. So that's what Reza is long talking about. God, gold, oil, and diamonds. Yeah. That's no, what it is. Exchange mm. currencies that's been out for centuries, you know. Mm. That's hard. That's hard. But that's crazy, too, to just think about that. Because shit. Remember when Cam was on Bill O'Reilly? He was like, he was like, you 
And Donald Trump, y'all go over there, y'all, y'all, y'all go to Iraq and Dubai, and y'all kiss the men's feet. <laughs> <laughs> they got that oil. I don't want to hear none of that. Yeah, hey man, he ain't wrong. Follow through that whole interview. He ain't wrong. It was like motherfucker. <laughs> don't act like I don't know. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, man, people ain't people ain't slow. People ain't dumb. We know what's going on. We know. Yeah, more than ever now, because you see how your government is acting. If you if you believe in this government, uh, and you just see how overall everything, how the world is acting, and America responds to it like you know a preteen that's listening to Blink One Eighty Two all day. Crazy. And that was the fucking yeah, and that's and that was and that was like part of like. The uh to me that's like the peak of white culture, like bling. Remember, I think the second time I was on um Mad Men, I was like the peak of white culture is fucking uh like that Limp Biscuit era. Like whenever Limp Biscuit was, was was hot, that was that was the last time white people was had any type of importance in in it's quote unquote culture. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, I was I was listening to what you was saying, but that's why I try to put my phone away when I'm recording because it'll distract me. Okay. Hey, that man said Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I forgot all about them. Like I said, man, I'd be doing this shit all week. I'd be forgetting what be going on. I'd be like, damn, I said that. And yeah, I got good memory. I just be, you know, when I talk, I just be like, bro, I try to forget what I say unless it's something I know I have to remember later to back it up. Mm-hmm. And to have my e- evidence, you know, in order. That's why I don't say shit unless I know what I'm talking about or I have an idea of what I'm talking about. Mm. I can dig it. I can dig it. Fucking, yo. What's like the last, besides uh, Tenet, what's like the last newish movie that you've seen that was in, in like far as like, was it that was that was good or it was, or it was I. Right. Hey Davis. hey Davis, go fuck yourself. Cause guess what? I'm about to shut out Money Plane again. He don't like right, when I shut yeah. out Money Plane. What is what is what is Money Plane? Break this down for me. So look, Adam Copeland, the God Edge, he's on a plane, right? He got to get some money uh, to pay Kelsey Grammer. I forgot the reason why he had to pay the money back to Kelsey Grammer, but he had to get the money, right? And so Edge is on. Of Edge is on the plane. The plane is in the air. The money is with Edge in the plane that's on the air. Yeah, it's on the plane because it's a it's a, a casino plane. And Kelsey Grammer is where? Kelsey, like his OG, he like the boss that fronted him the money, but he never got the money back. So Edge okay. got to figure out with his people how he can get the money back. So instead of him trying to rob a bank or anything, they go through a whole heist undercover on a plane that has the money that they want to get. Mm. Okay. That's a like that's a uh interesting concept. That's a hard concept. Okay. Is is especially if, if it's a casino plane, if it's like a one of those United Emirates Australia double stack of type planes, like you can you can do a lot in those in those planes. Yeah, that's what it really was. Yeah, I mean, 
Huey, I forgot where they was going, but you know, it was the whole point. They was trying to get it at a certain time frame because he needed his money back ASAP. But you know, other than Bad Boys for Life, that intended, I'm like, shit. The Last Dance, no, The Last Dance is my favorite movie this year. Fuck all that. The Last Dance should be nominated for Best Picture. They're not gonna sit up here and lie to me. These white people in Hollywood are not gonna sit up here and lie to me and said it's movies that came out better than. The last dance this year. Like Ain't nobody came out this came year. Out. Like, how y'all gonna have the Oscars? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's another thing. At all. That's so all how y'all gonna sit up here and have the Oscars? What's gonna be nominated for Best Picture? Bad Boy for Life should be nominated for Best Picture and, and Michael George's The Last Dance Dot. What else came out? Sign of the Hedgehog came out. I I didn't watch it because I didn't get a chance to what that came out. The photograph came out. And that was about it. Like in uh, Invisible Man, which was I, which it was it was a uh, high concept, but that shit fell apart at the end. Yo, you know a movie I saw the other night was Ava on um Netflix. It was alright, but I just don't like I don't like like white woman with the gun movies because you just because you got to make it. Believable that she's fucking up all these people, right? And like with the and like with the message of those type of movies, like what are they saying? Because you know we all because you know Joker. That's like Joker. That's like fucking uh uh. F- that's a four chan cinema movie. Fucking uh Joker, but you know you know certain movies got certain messages. Like what like. What are they saying with those type of movies? It's like the older, well, she looked older, but like the, you know, someone that disappeared, they came back with mad skills. Like, like what are they trying to say with those type of shits? I mean, or like the Taken movie or some shit like that. Man, you know what I learned, especially watching The Boys. White people or white boys, cause they like the all-time simps. They only want to get revenge when they female die. They, they like fuck the world at that point. They be cussing out their parents mm. if their girlfriend die. They like, you know, fuck everything. I think that's why they like dogs so much because they always need something they could pamper and hold. Mm. Mm. So Don't that's be- all it is. I mean, with the Joker, he was just a, I like this that. movie, he was just uh Pause. It was, pause. Pause. With pause. This. <laughs> no, you pause. Good, bro. We, we, too we too old to be doing yeah. that, but you know what I mean. It, it's just I, uh, nah. It's you know, it's always these movies like the Joker, bro. I'm like this. I'm a comic guy. This ain't the Joker I came up with. Like this motherfucker. Yeah, that was just like a movie simp. with the concept. Yeah, like he was a simp in the comics as well. He when he was the Red Hood, and then he went crazy when he fell in the tank. But you know, in this movie, he just basically like he has a mental problem, and he started losing his mind over a beige woman. He shouldn't have been a rapper in the two thousands. He was just losing his mind over a beige woman in the music video. Mm. Like remember he got like bro, I hate that movie, but yeah, that's it. It's just like we're going back to. <laughs> Going back to what you're saying, yeah, they gotta have some type of reason to be violent. Like, this gives me power. Like, motherfucker, I got access to all the guns, bro. Yeah, and that, and that's and that's another thing. They only they only have access to these guns because, you know, 
black people are so scared to get a fucking uh, gun permit. I don't, I don't understand it. Like it's like, you know, in most of the country, it's not that hard for you to, to get a gun permit. Like for the amount of money that you spend on a weekend going out, you can fucking take the class, pay for the sheriff's office, and pay for your first handgun with just like oh with like weekend trip money. Right. Instead of going to Cancun or where the fuck everybody going through in the COVID, you know, why don't you just get you a gun permit? Cause you're gonna need it. Like all these people, I can't stand them motherfuckers that be on Twitter. Twitter, do your thing. This white person up here calling you a nigger and you just going to record them? I bet. Had that be me. Yeah, nah, I, nah, I'm not playing that game with people. Like, far as, like... Y'all brunch dudes be... Y'all brunch people be so tough on these apps. Y'all be talking about all this shit. But then when these people talking about white oppression all this, but when they get in your face, you be wanting to go back to your defense mechanism when, when it's on your phone. Like, bro. If you don't slap the hell off these people, man, we got we got to, but you know, we are gonna figure it out. We are gonna figure it out. Hope so, man. You know, and you know, if 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 it's not us, like we gonna we gonna we gonna give it to the babies so they so they can learn, because you know they can't be out here listening to this to this uh, police music, or or to this. Um, Informant music. Some we gotta we gotta we gotta come up with a name for this shit because we just guys just you know if we realize our power like it's done for us to make some shit not cool because it's, it's nothing for us to really make all the shit that that other people claim to be goofy or whatever like not cool but you know we don't put our energy towards that like we out here letting people literally incriminate themselves on 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 platforms but they don't want to give black people a chance because they don't want to they don't want to answer questions from us but they want to go to fucking whoever and answer questions on Ryan Seacrest or Zane Lowe or or fucking um whatever type of ABC platform or uh you know like whatever nightly news E.T. shit. You won't you won't let them talk crazy to you, but you know, right, right or wrong, even like uh, Charlemagne can't get certain interviews because they just don't want. Because you know, like you said, they afraid of they just running from the grind. Mm-hmm. They can't be running from the grind. That's like, all it is, man. That's all it they is. just got to fix it. People running from the grind, man, more than ever. And it's like, damn, like if you unemployed, which most people are, and you just in the crib, you know, instead of sitting on there complaining, trying to figure out how you can cancel, why don't you try to, you know, create something? Y'all call yourselves creatives. You sit here and complain and bitch all day. Find a necessary way to go from complaining or just use it. If you want to talk about all these topics that go on the clubhouse, find a way to do it. You know, instead of mm-hmm. just sitting on your computer talking about it. Find a way to execute, be around like-minded people, you know, because it's hard to do shit by yourself, let, let alone just to do it, period. Long mm-hmm. like, you know, to do like a, a, a upscale type of plan, 
it takes steps. It takes skills and time, which which is really the main currency, time. That fucking Justin Timberlake movie has some whole other shit, but just the concept of time that it takes to put it together is hard. Because, you know, shit, doing the shit that I do be, it's just, it's, it's hard because I just don't have the time. Because all of my hours where, like, my brain is snapping and working and how functioning I'm at work or I'm doing this. So then when I get off, I got to make up on, make it happen. So I don't got to work no more. And that takes away time from personal, from my shorty, see my parents hanging out with my family, especially in this time. Cause I'm only, I'm only around like the same eight people, like same eight, six people in, in person. So, you know, it's just, are like, are you willing to make the sacrifices necessary to make it possible? Right. No, man, people scared, man. They, they definitely running from the grind. That's been my favorite, you know, go-to. You know, when Dame said it, it was hilarious during the bubble. But now, thinking about it, like, you know, you running from the grind, you boys is chump, switching sides. Like, bro, for real, like. People running from the grind and we in the house, so I understand how you're not getting busy. Maybe you're not as creative as you depict to be, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Here, here, you know, more or less, as they say, because shit, ain't nothing to uh to uh be up during um uh real nigga Twitter hours and talk that talk when you know. You working, but shit, can you can you juggle multiple things, or can you can you unfortunately sacrifice sleep in order to make it happen? No, everybody want to look good, man. You know, it's just hard work. They think it's a myth now. You know, there's no substitute for hard work. There isn't. It really isn't, and that's even with even like how people look at Michael Jordan as as a person towards his sport not personally because i personally i don't know him so it's whatever and like even that's how i feel about floyd it's just but they do what they have to do to professionally be in a position where they can call shots or they can just learn how to learn how to win is very hard thing to be Good at because what what was the uh, quote that BJ Armstrong said like when they was on the road for the second or third ring he was like Michael just he just like he was just playing a different game. Mm-hmm. And you know once you get to that yeah, he, apex that's up, what saying. It just, yeah you just kind of you tap into something it's just like when you keep doing something over and over and over. You get better at it. Like, you know, repetition is key to everything. If you do it over mm-hmm. and over and over, you get good. But then after that, you got to try something else in order to become great. And right now, people don't want to do that. People just want to just know the easy route or the safe route. And then they figure out why they don't get new results. You can't keep doing the same thing, hoping to get different results. That's not how it works. That's not how per- perseverance is made. That's not how you get blessed. Like, God bless hustlers. You know, God blesses those that's willing to take the pain, willing to take the route in order to win the race. You know, motherfuckers just want to sit Indian style, you know, with no shoes on, 
just thinking without actually going to do it. And that's not how you get anywhere in life. And you're just going to keep living, keep living until your end. And then you're like, damn, I ain't, I ain't even do that. Like, just, just do something. I tell people, man, just do something. Don't give me excuses. Don't sit up here on your ass and just cry. Go do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to figure out. Even, you know, it's so, like, it's okay to cry, but you better get you a warm towel, wipe your face, get back to it. Because at the, at the end of the day, especially for us as black men, you know, besides like our um, immediate loved ones, society is not going to cry for us. Mm-hmm. They, they not like far as like and and like far as like they only really respect the black woman if they if if, if they can be accepted as a as some type of sexual object. But after that, they just look at you as all right, whatever. Because because even with black children. Like once, like a black boy gets some type of physical semblance of a man, his whole life changes. Like far as like that's that, that's even like when I be when I be asking my friends who have kids, like like how do y'all psychologically raise your raise your children to be more advanced and more aware earlier of the, their surroundings? And they was that you know like they go through it, but they be like, I never even thought about it until you said it like that. I was like, yeah, man, like even. Shit, niggas gotta go by a different set of rules. Like, Bass, let me ask you this. Did your parents tell you about sex first or they told you about how to act around police first? Uh, I grew up in a single parent household and I felt like I learned from my mother and my grandmother about the police first because obviously they're not gonna end going tell for me as a youth about sex. So, you mm. know, that's one of the things I had to find out on my own. And thank God, you know, when I first lost my virginity at 14, you know, I understood, you know, a little bit of how, you know, the human anatomy works. So, and how we are, you know, birth here. So I found out about police first. Like, you know, you hear as a black youth about the police when, hell, you five years old, if not younger, you know, especially yeah. in the 80s. For those that you know were in the house during the Bataram era in LA, you know, you can watch Snowfall and they tell you about that. Yeah, that's how you find out. Like, you know, don't do nothing to get shot, sit still. If they knock at the door, you know, don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's just, you know, even that's just uh hyper situations dealing with police at a young age, or or even I remember. Even like the concept of like this might sound funny, but it's real. Even the concept of what a train was and like and like what does it mean to somebody to to run a train on somebody or some shit like that. Like I wasn't supposed to know that when I knew about that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just hard that to understand that our kid uh, our children aren't afforded as of yet the opportunity to just grow up and to be kids or, or, or just to grow up to have youthful childlike uh, comeuppets. Yeah. You know, you, you find out 
eventually everything in life, you know, without particularly with us in the side, you know, we find out a certain way, but you know, we find out eventually in life about everything that we need to find out. And it's up to you how you run with it. Are you gonna go this route with it or go that route? Because you know, life is about lanes. You know, everything has a choice. You know, people get scared, too, because they don't know exactly what comes from a decision or a choice they make. But you just got to do it because it's already been written anyway. So you won't walk down that motherfucker even if you don't want to. Exactly. Exactly. And so just gotta, it's, better, it's better that you just do what you feel like you need to do for yourself and to help others and, you know, do right by God. And, you know, whatever happens, happens, man. I think people just don't, you know. They, they don't, people just scared, man. You know, and I, I've never had a fear of anything, and I'm not trying to sound tough. It's just, you know, I, I, I do everything for the most part of my life by myself. So, you know, the path that I walk on, even to this day, I walk it alone. And I'm not scared. It's definitely the Batista song, but, you know, it ain't that. <laughs> but, hey, that's real, though. I walk alone. Yeah. I walk alone. Man. I go fuck and I walk alone. <laughs> Damn. So how many I walk alone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's all. He hey, <laughs> he's self-reflecting on his life. He realized, like, damn, I really walked alone. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Damn. Yo, how many? But, but before we slide off for this inaugural uh, uh, New Year's day after New Year's uh, episode of the Ten Four Kufi podcast um how many of these motherfuckers you think is police or or or, or, or or not even directly police but just in terms of like you know they're they know how to get out of situations uh i can't really say because you know i think they do it unintentional you know some of them because ego is intentional. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, particularly that, that do music, you know, not even just rap, pop music and all that, you know, the basis is based upon, you know, my situation I'm in right now. Well, Katy Perry, how the fuck are you in that situation? Because there are a lot of her songs, especially, no, actually Taylor Swift songs are based on, that's your fucking fault. That's really you. Like, you know, it used to be back in the R&B day, you know, you'll say you got cheated on and then you'd be like, why you do this to me? But then it'd be songs where I cheated, but I'm so sorry. But with her, it's kind of like, you know, the basis upon, fuck, why is this happening to me? So a lot of rappers, I mean, I'm sorry. So a lot of artists may be unintentional. They try to tell on themselves without knowing, even if mm. it's fake, but you're still telling for people to look at you. Like I'm talking about Taylor Swift right now. I can't name you, but two Taylor Swift songs. I ain't listened to her music in God knows when, but it's, it goes upon the artists, and it is their artistry, but they tell them. So in the case of 
these rappers, you know, I feel like more so the people in the media are more so the police, like we talked about two of them already, but some of them may, you know, I won't say be in cahoots with the feds, but a lot of them do work side by side with the police in the way where they're telling on others, maybe, or they more so telling on themselves and maybe the label is making them doing that. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a whole thing we'll talk about, you know, in a later episode when I do more research on it because I don't want to sound stupid. Yeah. But, you know, it, I can definitely talk about the ego because as a male, you always going to have the ego. Your ego going to tell you, just like I talked about earlier, if you in a form of music, you're going to start telling stuff you shouldn't be telling and then people are going to wonder where it's coming from because everything comes Ooh. from somewhere, even if it's not meant to be from somewhere. So True. That's facts. That's if you're, facts. A young, you're a young person with an ego, your ego is telling you to say this and you're not, you know, kind of sent to who's listening to you. You're just talking and you're doing this and doing that because you've been taught this is the way you're supposed to do. And up until you kill your ego, you will never truly understand what it's like to just be here without feeling like you need something because everybody needs something, but more so everybody wants something. And what you want isn't always what you need. That part. No, that's, that is crystal perfect. How, how how I'm letting it compute in my dome right now. Yeah. Everything what you want ain't what you need. Because, man, you know, God ain't going to give you nothing, nothing that you can't handle. Never. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, a lot of people don't understand that we're in a microwave era, so everybody wants something, you know, faster than they should have it. But everything is in timing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think um, indirectly, it's a lot of blind leading the blind. And, you know, even we just had to, like, the people that need to be trusted, they had to regain their currency of trust. Because, you know, it should be no reason why uh, people look at um, Jay-Z like he's like, like he's some like he's a fool sometimes or even, well, you know, people are going to make fun. A physical shit, cause that's you know we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna laugh and we gonna laugh at, but it should be no reason why people is just getting like we not even gonna look at him or take his word for anything because you got to make your word mean something as as a as a elder, and that goes for any elder, cause there's difference between being an OG and an old nigga, and. I think that's that's also a big issue. It's a lot of old niggas out here. That's is 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 a whole lot of old niggas that just hang out with children. Mm-hmm. Just to keep themselves high. And like, you know, maybe that can go into uh interpretation of people uh saying that people are energy vampires. Yeah, that's that's a form of it, but you know, it takes two to tango. So you have to be trusting in a righteous path in order to not even be involved in that situation. And as the subject of the situation, you can't even put yourself 
in that environment of, of people to be taken advantage of. Absolutely. You, you're right. And then, you know, going back to what you said, it is a lot of old niggas that portray themselves OG just because you old doesn't make yourself an OG. And mm-hmm. you shouldn't be hanging around people that's younger than you. You should be hanging around somebody that's wanting to listen to Izzy Brothers. But, you know, besides that, I think, you know, going back to the youth, it's just, man, you can't. Other than your parents or your big brother or sister, depending on your, uh, you know, you know, your, your, if you're a boy or a girl, so to speak, it's just, you know, you got to recognize those are your heroes first and not somebody randomly. Nobody on that TV is your hero. There's some people that you could take stuff from them and use it for your life. But nobody mm-hmm. other than your parents, your brother, sister, you know, even, you know, a girl, of course, her big brother could be your sister. So let me clarify that. But other than somebody you read in history and you do the, your research on them, like all the research on them because you weren't there, other than them and your parents, nobody else should be, and you know, your siblings, nobody else should be your hero. Mm-hmm. True. True. Uh, nah, you can't have yeah. It's especially with people that's kind of that's in the same vein. Like you can look at them towards some type of guidance. Like you know, like I be like I look at people that I don't necessarily fuck with their ways, but I watch their moves and I and I respect how they conduct themselves when it's time to do business or shit like that. Like regardless whether do I like the shit that come at their mouth or not. But, you know, game, recognize game. And, like, the quicker you get to that, the better off I would think that you would be as an individual. Absolutely. Oh, you know, you're right. You don't, you just, you got to filter through the bullshit, as I call it. You got to know what's real and what's not, because it's going to be a lot of fake more than it's real, but you can't copy real. You know, you can't copy good energy. You can't copy bad energy. You're born with that. You know, it's people mm-hmm. that can't, you know, our ancestors unfortunately couldn't read or write because of oppression and goofy evil-ass motherfuckers that weren't weren't allowing them to read or write. And, you know, even they felt, you know, something. You don't, ha- you don't have to speak to know something. There's babies that can't speak whatever language they're going to be speaking, but they know something. Exactly. Exactly. That man, this is gonna be fun. This is this is gonna be a fun journey. Uh, we only getting better over time, and with the tenfold Kufi podcast, it's only going up from here. You know, thank you all for listening. Hopefully, y'all tap in, and I mean, follow everybody on their appropriate networks. Share this with. Um, three to five friends. If you don't have iTunes, well, you can rate and subscribe, share. If you got iTunes, share this shit anyway. And that's how we're going to keep it. But my but my uh, brother Brank, Banks, you have any closing statements? Do you have any words for the people as we attack 2021, a.k.a. round two of all this shit? Yeah, round two of all this shit. I understand the fight ain't over. Uh, you know, follow me at Banks 
no rest to B A N K S N O R E S T two Instagram, Twitter, uh, for everything I'm doing. Uh, like I always do. I don't shout out all the podcasts I do just because it's there. You can listen to it if you want, but definitely uh shouts out to black announce table. And that's how, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You got the collaborate shouts out to Eve, shouts out to Cody, shouts out to mm-hmm. Cody and Chris and uh, shouts mm-hmm. out. Random Acts of Podcast with Amp, Joe, and Devin. Shouts out to Barber Shear Network, Hoops and Brews, Black Wrestling, Public Enemy Podcast. Uh, yeah, man, African Only Podcast, the A Show, African Only Podcast. We here. Otherwise, than that the best thing I could tell everybody is you know, keep God first. Yes, and and don't run from the grind. Stop being a scary motherfucker. That, that's when I get serious about. Like I, I can't stand scary ass. People that don't try, people that make excuses. Nothing irks my soul more than a motherfucker that won't is not willing to take a chance for something they want. You hear people, I want this, I want that. Well, motherfucker, place yourself in a position to get it, and God will take care of the rest. Mm, powerful, powerful tribal banks, West Coast banks, banks no rest too. He's a he, he's a he's a very. Uh, Deep gym, he has a lot of secrets, a lot of a lot of gems. So we're gonna be getting to it. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun because we're gonna be on some, we're gonna be all, we're gonna be on all, all types of shit, talking, uh, just about life, getting deep into life, talking with different people in person, over uh, the interwebs. We we are definitely um, making it happen, man. And this isn't. A conspiracy theorist podcast. This is the podcast about the theory. Once again, 10 4 Koofy Podcast. One love. We out. Peace. Damn, that shit was fire. <laughs>